When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are we having fun yet? (laughs) (laughs) Right? From those commercials? Beer commercials. Right? Hi, I'm Alexander Chester, and Av, what do I say all the time? No personal business on company podcast. And I'm Av Sedensky, and I was not made footless by pot. By the way, Av, you were supposed to chime in there. Um, What's the craziest Uh, place you've ever made love? um, A bed. (laughs) Welcome back to Pretty, Pretty, Pretty Good Formerly a Curb Your Enthusiasm podcast, presently a Party Down podcast. We are here today to discuss season one, episode three, Pepper McMaster's Singles Seminar, which originally aired on April 3rd, 2009. Going to try and put a little pepper in the podcast tonight. Um, On April 4th, 2009, by the way, I went on a uh, boat cruise. And I would say that, I mean, I don't remember an old guy getting a heart attack from a stripper. But other than that, it was a similar experience to the Pepper McMaster Singles Seminar. Very interesting. On April third, two thousand eleven, I got married. But two mm. years before that, Mazel tov. I don't. I don't know what occurred. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was there. I actually, I had. I had to leave early for work because I worked at a terrible place where they didn't care if you were at a wedding. <laughs> yeah, um, we talked to be a person that currently works at that terrible place. Yeah, I don't work at that terrible place. I know. Yeah. Oh, I know somebody who does. Oh, yeah. oh so do you. And you're right. All right. Uh, <laughs> yes. Let's let's hop right into this podcast. I'm excited. Okay. I hear there's a proposal. Is a proposal now or is a proposal later? I was going to propose later, but I can propose now if you want. Well, you should propose it whenever you think it was appropriate to propose. Yeah, I'm not down on one yet, so. Okay, so yeah. we'll uh, keep everyone in suspense, including myself. Yes. I'll be um, uh, pr- proposing something to Av at the end of the podcast. Okay. I hope it's not marriage. As I already, I'm already married. Um, and not to you. Mm. So we start out with we got our whole crew outside the uh, venue where this uh, single mixers is going to be taking place. And um, Henry's uh, finishing up a cigarette and he's listening in on Kyle and Constance who are reminiscing about their own good times at singles events of years gone by. Mm, yes. And uh, Constance starts telling this incredible story about this one night that Kyle hooked up with with twins. Um, Kyle uh, clarifies the record to state that actually it was uh, turned out to be the same girl that he hooked up twice. She just was wearing a sweater the second time. Yeah. Um, it's happens. interesting that like he just concluded twins like that was the initial like, assumption yeah like did, like did he say oh you're her twin like <laughs> yeah that's a good question i guess she like, uh, did they not talk did at not, all like how did she this did not, not come provide up? any um t- uh I- I- inference that she recognized him on the second time so he just assumed he was <laughs> right person. yeah yeah 
Maybe he was wearing a sweater the second time. Yeah. Um, she didn't recognize him. Yeah. I mean, let's say hypothetically that you're talking to someone at a social engagement. And then an hour later, you sort of start talking to someone who you think it like looks a lot like them, but is wearing different clothes and their hair is different. They're wearing glasses. You would say to them, like, you would say, like, do you, what would you do? I think I'd say, like, were you wearing different clothes before? Or was that someone else who looks like? <laughs> I think you'd say something. Um, like I mean, that, definitely right? if it was somebody that I had slept with, I would probably say, hey, are you wearing different clothes before? Yeah. Because I would feel like we've I been uh, intimate enough that I could ask they had, questions. you know, full intercourse. You know, uh, fine, whatever. Body. But maybe, yeah. Depends sure. what the definition yeah, is, is. Yes. Yeah. As it always does. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a little unrealistic to me how how kyle and constance like have no idea it's like a seniors event until they like within the next scene where they're walking halfway through like what about like all the, the stuff that was put up by pepper before the before it began what about like when the first person walks in the second person walks in like no you waited till there was a full room to something <laughs> which i guess yeah. they're both kind of joey tribbiani level dumb so it's blue yeah they're both very dumb yeah um yeah so ron uh berates the whole team delivers his classic catchphrase no personal business on company time or mm. podcasting time yeah or pond. So yeah, as, as you said, they they got they walk in, they're shocked, uh, shocked that uh, a senior event is going on in this nursing mm-hmm. home. Yeah. Well, I, I I don't think that location is a nursing home. I think yeah, I'm kidding. No, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> Constance refers to this as a nightmare dream sequence. Mm, yes. uh, Kyle wants to know if he's the only one that's like outraged and thinks it's wrong that all these old people are trying to fuck each other. Mm. You know, there's more fucking going on among the old than just about anybody. Have you read like read these articles about like in these uh, nursing homes? I've and heard stuff? about that. Yeah, yeah, I've heard there's like rampant STDs. Yeah, uh, honestly, at their age, especially if they, if they yeah. have dementia, as, as long as they can give consent, as long as they're enjoying it in the moment, let it happen. If they forget the next minute, who cares? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, can't get pregnant. Yeah, wag what wag it wag it around and shoot out little puffs of dust to your heart's content. <laughs> I hope one day to do the same. Um. Oh, okay. So I hope you're you're assuming uh, Doctor Jen passes before you. Is your is your hope what? and expectation? <laughs> no, I. Uh, why do Why would you assume that? Because you're making it sound like you want to just like go around a nursing home, I, like I fucking have, all the all the women there. I, I can have sex with my with my beautiful old demented wife in every room in the oh. nursing home. All right, that doesn't sound like the picture you were. Yeah. Okay, fine. A, a couple of M- maybe, maybe maybe we'll ask some of the other fellow seniors to join in. I don't know. Let, let's <laughs> okay. Like, there we go. Now we're t- now we're okay. talking. <laughs> let's wait till we're in our nineties to worry about that. Okay. Yeah. But uh, I do um, like to play. Jen and I do like to play cribbage. So. Okay. All right. That's a start. Yeah. Um, it's one of the first things she taught me actually when we first met. So yeah, halfway there. Yeah. So uh, we see Casey's on the phone with her husband. It's not going well. Oh, uh, he's, a, he's he's about to be her ex husband. Uh, by episodes end. I feel like the actor uh, who uh, got to play the husband for the moment in episode one is watching episodes two and three. Like, oh, this is not good for me. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to be a recurring character. Why haven't they uh, called me back yet? I don't understand. Yeah, I'm the like the main character's husband. I yeah. should be in all the episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, apparently uh, some sort of ultimatum has been delivered. Mm, yes, so-called career fucking joke. She uh, she tells Kyle that uh, she tells Roman that Kyle is looking for him, and like Roman uh, doesn't think that that's really possible because Kyle's still mad at him for the whole eyebrow thing. Mm-hmm. Ron tells Henry that uh, old people weird him out since he walked in on his grandparents having sex when he was eight years old. Yeah, um, and it was like watching a mummy battle, and he's mm-hmm. been scarred by that ever since. 
Yeah, Ron, Ron's got a lot of scars, it seems like. Yeah, he's got a Ron's lot of memory going is on. a rough place. Yeah. Yeah. He's got he he has a very uh eventful past, it mm. seems. Yeah. So uh Henry's uh, you know, kind of like showing off for Casey at the bar. He's like trying to flirt with her. And he uh he tells her about her his new attitude that got uh developed from a show he was watching or a movie he was watching the other night about this cop that like his whole family was murdered and his life was falling apart. And he decides to, um, you know, rather than like becoming dejected to like harness that energy and he becomes a super cop and that Henry as well will be trying to let the job fill his emptiness. Um, So that's why he's uh, become this amazing bartender. Do you feel like Henry's openly flirting with Casey now? Um, I think a little. I mean, like in a permissible way, I guess, because he knows that she's married. But like, I think he's like definitely interested in her, and because he thinks she's cute and is like attracted to her. Like, yeah, I think he's I mean, definitely like hanging out with her a bunch because of that. Yeah, but I think it's. I mean, I don't know. It seems to me it's more sort of his just natural, playful personality. He's very self-deprecating. I mean, he likes her, but also like look at the other people he works with. They're all crazy. Or stupid, yeah. or yeah. So I mean, he's her, like if she, if, if she, if she, he hooks male, up with her in this episode, so it's no, hard to I, say that he's no, like not know, into but, her. But <laughs> I understand that, but I just think like if he was, if she was male, or if he was otherwise not sexually interested in her, but she had like a similar personality, he'd still be like sort of focusing his attention on her because look at his options. I, I guess. But yeah, I mean, the show's obviously pushing the them same. towards each other. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Henry uh, asks Casey whether she's feeling okay, and she says no, which uh, you know we think is going to be like this big moment. But before she has a chance to elaborate, they're interrupted by the start of the seminar. Pepper McMaster's is here, and she's got her new book called Senior Licious. And uh, you know she's uh, hyping up the crowd. She's giving her uh, elevator pitch. You know, talking about being open to love. We all need it and we can all get it. Everyone can fuck whoever they want. That's mm. what Pepper says. Um, she also promises that there will be some surprises later that evening. We uh, we go backstage and we have uh, Kyle doing a prank on Roman by pretending to be um, a former patient who may have directed Star Wars. Mm. Um, Mr. George Lucas. Yes, of course. Um, yes, he lo- he's looking to buy his script. Uh, Roman says, anyway, um, you know, you're full of shit. Lucas is kiddie bullshit and I'm hard sci-fi. Yeah. It could never happen. Yeah. I can't even imagine how angry Roman is on his uh, Game of Thrones podcast. What do you mean? I'm saying Roman in 2020, 2020, 2019 has probably has a Game of Thrones podcast. You're assuming he has a Game of Thrones podcast. Yeah. And he's and he hates the show and he's very, very mad at them. (laughs) Um, That's all right. I feel sorry for Roman. That would be cool. There should be. They should make podcasts that were made by fictional characters and just release them. <laughs> yeah, I would listen to a Costanza podcast. Although, is it Jason Alexander who's performing? You need no, the original Costanza. No, it's Costanza. Like, but, I want to hear but, a podcast but, hosted by like the guys yeah, from Knocked Up. No, I get it. But but who is who is uh, George Costanza? Is it Jason Alexander? I mean, he's yeah. I mean, who else would it yeah. be? Well, that's what I'm saying. So you you don't want. Well, that's what I'm saying. If he's not involved, you it's don't want Jason to... Alexander doing it in character. As yeah, but you don't want. But you don't want someone else to fake stance. Is what I'm saying. No, no, yeah. no. Like Aldi, for example. No, no that would be terrible. Icon, icon, <laughs> no con. <laughs> yeah, we don't want a no con podcast. What are yeah. we doing here? If we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Kyle takes over control of the bar, and he starts talking to Bruce. 
that uh, tells him that, like, you know, you know, you, you think you're young now, but, you know, find someone soon. You're going to end up at one of these senior mixers before you know it. Mm-hmm. Did we just skip over the fact that we have Ed Begley Jr. here? Well, that's that's the first scene. I yeah, said he Bruce. talks to this guy yeah. with Bruce. That's Bruce. Yeah. yeah. So Bruce is played yeah. by Ed Begley Jr. So uh, what, what do you know Ed Begley Jr. from primarily? Curb. From Curb? Oh, wow. Probably. As Dr. Wienerker. Of course. Interesting. Yeah, that um, didn't even enter my head, but I don't know why. Yet it's another um, yet another Curb uh, guest star on here. Yes. Um, um, so for me, me I would... let me look at his wiki. Go ahead. So, so for me, I would say. It's oh, definitely... he's in all the he's in all those movies. The Christopher okay. Guest documentary, Spinal Tap, yeah. Best in Show. To me, that's yeah, why I, I never saw from... any of those. Oh, but you see lots of movies. You should see all. Of I know. Those. I just. I've, I've heard. They're on my list. I've never no, seen any of them. Uh, this is Spinal Tap is very good. Best in Show. They're, they're all good. Watch them all. Um, yeah, I think the top thing on his bio was actually St. Elsewhere, which is before my time. Yeah, I see that. St. Elsewhere, that's the one where they were like in a snow globe the whole time, I think. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I don't know, because I've never seen it. I think so. It's like early 80s. It's about much people in their 20s, 82, I think, right? 82 to 88. Yeah, I know nothing about it. Uh, yeah, snow globe. What if this podcast was inside a snow globe? Again, spoiler alert. Oh, is it? That'll be spoiler for me. Stop it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, he, uh, Kyle wants to know why anyone would even bother with dating. Everything is all dried up and limp down there. Mm. Um, when Ed Begley Jr. reminds him that this is the 21st century. We got ways around that stuff now. Mm. Um, we're back with Casey and Henry, and they're looking at Casey's phone where he's got this drunken text that she got from her husband uh, with completely misspelled, uh, completely gibberish. Um, Henry's able to decipher it, but just like he's like, you know, your uh, your husband's kind of a dick, and yeah. uh, Casey walks away. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe she's a bad guy. sometimes. Yeah. So um, when she walks away, Roman like takes her spot next to Henry and is like, "Yeah, like you listen, you know, I think she's about to be a free agent. You know, she's going to split from her husband, but if you like her, you better get in line." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh, I didn't, you know, I didn't realize that you were into her." And he's like, oh, well, you know, you know, a little bit. And then he goes on to, like, rank <laughs> every last facet of, I mean, literally only her, her like, parts of her body. I mean, I guess she does, like, intelligence first. But then, like, the next 30 things in a row are, like, her yes. boobs, her butt, her forehead, her eyes. Yes. Um, and he, uh, he comes up with a final total average of 6.8.9. Mm, yeah. And I have to say, it's, like, a very cringe scene, obviously. But very yes. funny, and I feel like very accurate. I feel like we all know guys with who sort of like with that <laughs> behavior, like the little bit of a Nebuch guy who part of the problem is that he has this like delusional condescension and chauvinism, which he thinks <laughs> is like somehow impressive to somebody, but uh, is uh, very unfortunate. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say that I know anyone like that, thankfully, uh, but uh, well, I'm sorry that like, you do. I feel like I could say name some people, you know, but uh, not on the podcast. <laughs> OK, fine. Well, I guess I don't think of them that way. Oh, OK. All right. Maybe you're nicer than I am. <laughs> I guess, or maybe I'm more naive than you are. <laughs> All right, so we go back to the party where uh, Bruce is showing, basically pulls out like his whole briefcase of drugs that he mm-hmm. carries around, the uppers, the downers, the indies, the outies. Yeah. Um, and uh, Kyle uh, asks if he can borrow one of those Instamotor pills mm-hmm. um, as he, t- he gives a very suspicious look over at Roman as he's saying this for the camera. Yeah. Why is Kyle at the bar this episode? Just, I mean, because it works out for the narrative. I suppose, yeah. Yeah. Henry has to smoke up in the bathroom. 
<laughs> um, yeah, I mean, maybe there are certain parties that, like once the party starts, there's not as much for them to do, depending on the party. I mean, it doesn't seem like there's ever anything for them to do. Like, uh, <laughs> right. I mean, Casey's whole job is to, quote, circulate. And then one time she was filming a, a camcorder. But for the most part, she's just supposed to circulate. Right. Constance also seems to mostly be a cir- circulator. Uh, you know, runs on errands to buy cigars every once in a while. Um, Henry is either a bartender or doing nothing. Roman, I guess, is sort of a waiter. I don't know. Nobody seems to really be doing anything. Yeah, no, they're not hard workers. Yeah, maybe that's why Ron is so stressed out. Uh, well, he's doing he's doing all the work. He's doing the work of six people. Yeah, probably. That's probably actually probably what's going on most of the yeah. time. Um, so yeah, we have Casey reading Pepper's book and uh, talking with Henry. She tells him that the largest sexual organ in the body, and Henry starts trying to say, is the, the throbbing brain. Yeah. Um, and she says, "No brain." Um, when you know that's when Ron comes in, sends her back to circulate as is her job. Can I ask a stupid question? Shouldn't it be skin? Yeah. Skin that's is a, the law. Yeah, so I have your heard skin that. is an organ, right? I, I guess I don't yeah, know. But, how that, I don't know how official these uh these body part categories are. really yeah. are. <laughs> um, yeah, I've definitely heard it said that skin is the biggest organ, but that also sounds like a like a bullshit. Uh, I'm on Wikipedia. The human skin is the outer covering of the body and is the largest organ of the integumentary system. Largest okay. organ, baby. Now, what's That's the right. inter the integumentary system, sometimes called the exocrine system? Well, that's what I call it, of course. Is the set of organs forming the outermost layer? Oh, so it's only the, it's only the largest organ of the outermost layer of the animal's body. Although, how could you have a larger organ inside? Maybe the, uh, is, the is the large intestine longer? Bigger total than, than all your skin? It's like, yeah, isn't the large intestine like, like bigger than like, yeah. go, I, I thought like it goes to like the moon or something. <laughs> I mean, maybe yours, Ragger here. I don't know. I feel like this is a thing. The, the large intestine, yeah, how long, long is it? Is... Five feet long. Okay. All right. Five oh, feet. The small intestine? Then? The small intestine. The small intestine should be the smaller one. 22 feet. Oh, okay. It is the small intestine. Wow, we are excellent here. What is feet. the thing? There's I something with, I like... say 18 feet. But what, if you have 18 feet, but what's the total? The when you say largest, also is it by weight? Is it by? Yeah, I don't know what this means, right? Yeah. Is it like right? You pull this, you like peel the skin off, you flay the person, like in the Boltons, <laughs> and then you weigh the skin. Yeah. Uh, largest organ in the body. When you Google that, skin is the answer. The skin is the body's largest organ. That's from PubMed. Oh, okay. That's an official source. Okay. So it seems the thing about the moon is fake. No, they saw. Wait. Oh, you were being serious about that? I feel like that's the thing I heard. That a part of the human body could go to the moon. No, I, I know it makes no sense, <laughs> but like, it's, a thing that, it's definitely a thing that is said. I mean, a lot of people say a lot of things that make no sense. No. People believe in ghosts. People don't believe in 9-11. People vote for Donald Trump, you know. <laughs> Can your... Small intestine reach the moon. Wait, this is what we're Googling right now? <laughs> Was anyone ever taught? Here we go. Reddit. Was anyone ever told as a child that if your intestines were stretched out, they would wrap around the moon? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's oh. not your intestines. It's your circulatory systems. Oh. I don't know. Okay. This is Reddit. Yes. But some a lot of people are saying that they were told this. Yeah, I think I Reddit's know. probably as reliable as PubMed. Yeah. So I know this is something that like was More said. reliable. I think probably even, like, my science teacher probably right. told me this. You went to an excellent school. I went to the school that your kids go to. My kids? No, it's not. No, I know what you're saying, kid. but it's not. 
Uh, no, my kids. Oh, they don't have. No, no, my kids go, go to school that didn't exist when you lived here. Oh, weren't you on like the board there or something? Of the other school, not the one you're thinking of. Uh. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, so Constance comes over to Ed uh, slash Bruce, and they uh, he recognizes her. And she's like, it's you from Cabo. We shared the nightly tequila and a new page for the Kama Sutra. Uh, and she's like, oh, right. Uh, David, <laughs> Jeff, Todd, <laughs> Yvonne. Uh, she eventually remembers him. All right, you're Bruce. Yeah. And, Only after um, getting several clues, including visual evidence of his, yeah, of his ass. <laughs> yes. Uh, she uh, completely blows him off. Yeah. Well, and obviously, so Constance goes, has had a uh, quite a fun history. Yeah, she goes over and tells Kyle that she's just got a hit on by this creepy old freak. And uh, Roman asks Kyle for a ginger ale, which uh, gives him an opportune time to uh, lace it with the Instamotor. Um, meanwhile, there's like a guest that's like looking for advice and they're just like ignoring her. Um, and uh, tells, you know, Kyle is like, leave us alone. Uh, go to hell. Mm-hmm. We see uh, We see Bruce pop one of his pills. Uh, wash it down with a scotch from Henry, and he tells him that, you know, I would share, but that was my last one, unless you like the all-natural stuff. And he pulls out a joint, and uh, indeed, Henry does. Yeah. This whole episode, like, the um, the attitude towards marijuana, to me, is just very strange and dated. Like, they kind of present it as, like, this very taboo, very hard-to-access item. And so I looked it up, because I'm like, okay, so this was filmed in, like, late 2008, early 2009. And to my shock, actually, California didn't legalize. Now, they had legal uh, medicinal marijuana, which anybody could right. access, but they didn't technically have recreational marijuana until 2016, which kind of shocks me. That's only been six years. I guess it's been such a long six years. Like if you would ask me, I would have guessed like it had been, you know, since 2007 or something like that. Right. You know, and so, I mean, I guess public perceptions of marijuana were different 13 years ago, but like, I don't know. I remember 2009 and like, I feel like the only people who acted the way that the people in this episode act around weed are people who never smoked weed. Oh, that's often the case with illicit things. Yeah, but but in this, but they all act. I mean, Ron, okay, so Ron is a weirdo anyway, so even though he has a lot of history, like, okay, fine. But like the way Henry's acting is like, Henry's like, oh, marijuana, wow, what a what a strange offer. Oh, I will partake <laughs> in this strange substance. Like, it's almost like what Conan O'Brien's doing a bit, but that's like Henry's like real reaction. It's like, oh wow, sure. I I never thought of that as an option. Like, please, if you're if you're a waiter. Um, in, in like uh, in this environment, I think you're high twenty four seven, right? <laughs> um, yeah. Let no, me put it this right. way: if you're ever at right a wedding here. and you want to score some weed, ask any of the waiters at the wedding because I can guarantee you that one hundred percent of that staff is smoking weed during the breaks. <laughs> um, you may very well be right. No. Um, I mean, I can tell you from personal experience, I'm right. That's how. That's where you access it in multiple weddings. Oh, cool. That's a, that's a thing. I I didn't know that you're supposed to go score weed off the waiters. Now I know. Yeah. When you go skiing, you can ask the guys from like the ski rental, you know, like the lift ticket guys. Uh, well, obviously, I don't ever go skiing. Oh, not, oh, I thought you were a skier for some reason. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Well, why are you acting so shocked? No, I'm, I'm just like very not an outdoors person. But skiing, skiing is a sport. I mean, you play tennis. That's outdoors. I guess. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't ski. Skiing is crazy. All right. Anyway, I went skiing once. It was the worst day of my life. Mm. Sounds not ideal. Yeah. Um, I know it's very fun to just be cold and bruised and falling <laughs> constantly for an entire day. That's how I feel about tennis. Yeah. Well, it's not as bad. Yeah, um, I'll play tennis. But yeah, we digress. Um, so Henry um, 
you know, heads out to, uh, to smoke with, with uh, Ed, and he bumps to Constance and, you know, lets her know, and she's like, oh, awesome, I'm going to come with Again. you guys. Yeah, ooh, marijuana, <laughs> what an opportunity. Can't pass it up. Um, yeah, I mean, although I think I would probably behave the same as all these people. Well, no, you would certainly partake, but you wouldn't act as if it was such a shocking thing. It would have already happened at oh, every event you worked at, is what I'm saying. You would have brought I guess, you. yeah, I suppose. Um, so yeah, so Casey um, now hanging out with Pepper, having a drink, chatting her up, uh, wants to know about the single life, and uh, you know she's telling her about you know this whole speech about like seizing the moment and taking chances, and um, Casey's like really getting sold. She's really excited that she's like, <laughs> yeah, has, this is a, like, this this is a weird moment. Has this advice ever ruined someone's life? Like, has this pep talk ever like caused someone to make a horrible decision that destroyed everything? And Pepper's like, "Oh, well, I think they're uh, calling for me to start." And but she, but she uh, pauses like, for a second off. and grimaces, and the implication is that she's about to admit that the answer is yes. Right, but she can't bring herself to it, so she just yeah. makes an excuse to but, end the but, conversation. But nevertheless, Casey's like, "Oh, I'm gonna take the advice anyway." Yeah, I guess. Yeah, Bruce and Constance now they're just like, compl- like regaling Henry with like hilarious tales from their heydays. Yeah. Well, I don't uh, think they even hookups. care if Henry's in the room. Yeah, but certainly Bruce doesn't. Yeah, um, you know the the best, the craziest place Henry's ever hooked up is in a bed. Yeah, and uh, Bruce once again is like, "All right, you know we have we're feeling good. We're talking about old times. Like, why don't we make it happen tonight?" And again, uh, by the way, is, obviously, uh, no bueno. obviously, Henry is just sort of like being dismissive and sarcastic and, you know, uh, self denigrating. But like, yes. let's say hypothetically, the answer wasn't bad. Well, I got good news to you because in about 20 minutes, it's going to be the store room. Right. That's true. That's so, true. That's, massive, a, that's massive. a huge upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. What, what is that room exactly? Oh, the, the old man thinks it's a bathroom when he walks in on them. <laughs> um, they're in a very so yeah, strange Bruce, position uh, with their heads. I mean, I know I'm skipping ahead, but like. Their heads are like on the ground and their legs are like up and very strange. Yeah. Um, Bruce orders a scotch and uh, Kyle comes over to complain that the Instamotor pills have not kicked in yet. What's going on here? And Bruce is like, listen, like it, it's a pill, but it's not like you're pushing a button. Like you still got to go through the motions. You know, you got to set the mood. You got to add the romance. Uh, and then he's like, he wonders aloud whether that's gay to say. So Constance and uh, Henry uh, share the rest of the joints. And he gives her a hard time about, uh, you know, this whole thing with, you know, you're, you're turning Bruce down just because of his age. Um, and now Henry know, guesses that Constance is 48 based on the fact that she was having sex on set 30 years ago. Right. So I looked it up. So she was actually about 48 or 49 when this was filming. Okay. Jane, Jane that works. works. Yeah. All right. That works. Because um, because I because at first I thought, well, she looks much less than that, but from this way she tells stories she has to be much older than that and right. yeah so yeah jane lynch obviously i mean she looks very good she's a movie star or a tv star but like um yeah i, I guess she's supposed to be around 50 probably yeah uh but he gives like this whole like uh philosophy about you know if age is really just how you feel and you both feel the way you felt back then that really it's like you're the same people mm. um and uh this seems to uh make an impression on her um, of course, Ron barges in, interrupts them, uh, you know, yells at them for smoking pot on the job, gives them a whole pet talk about, you know, how how much he learned on his sobriety journey, yes. um, you know, reveals his motivations, and he tells them about a stoner friend of his who had a horrible accident and lost his foot, all because of weed, even though the, the accident had nothing to do with weed. Yeah. Uh, but weed is what kind of put him on that course. 
Yeah, I, how does that guy feel about the fact that Ron's carrying around a picture of his amputated leg? His inspiration, <laughs> his toeless foot. Now, if you do have a toeless foot, and I do not mean to make light, uh, fortunately, there's a new product available, at least in the Jewish community. Uh, you're familiar with this product. For a toeless foot? Yeah, it's gone viral this last week. No, I did not see that. The the tiniest. The oh, I did see yeah, that. Yeah, I did you, see that. Yes, yes, you saw that. Yes, you saw that. I did. So, yeah, so maybe Ron can get one of those for his friend. Yeah, Ashkenazi yeah. or Sparty? Did you see the Karasha yeah. video? That's all. Oh, that's the only thing I saw. You didn't see the ad that that, that burned. I it? didn't see the original. No. Oh, there, there was there was an ad that went viral, and like everybody argued for a day whether it was real or not, and then Karasik responded by calling this number. Although now some are arguing that 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 video was also fake. It seemed fake, but yeah. I didn't really know what it was what it was referring. The oh. underlying thing was. Hold on a second. I missed that. Yeah. All right. You got to get on that interview. I mean, I could surmise that what it was. Yeah, but I mean, it's just very strange to have seen. I don't know. Hold on a second. I don't need to know about everything that happens on the internet every day. Yeah. Toes on the internet. <laughs> no, so I did not see the toes thing. It's quite a I thing. I don't think I saw this. Oh. <laughs> okay. Can we can we continue with the podcast now? Yeah. So on his way, uh, he's like he's back inside to the to the you know to the party, um, or I don't know where he is. Whatever. He uh, bumps into a police officer, and uh, he immediately like panics and tries tries to divert them away so they don't go. To, oh, I think they were in the bathroom. Um, yeah. He tells that there's a guy in there with horrible bowel problems. You don't want to go in there. Now, do you remember what our friend Zani did on our class trip to Canada in twelfth grade? Um, I don't. I would love if you could remind me. Um, so we were taking a bus full of 17 year old immature seniors in high school, uh, to Toronto and at the border, the Canadian, uh, border police get on the bus and they just sort of walk up and down the bus. And when they got to the back, uh, Zani, our friend, um, yeah. the, cop, the cops started looking at the, at the, you know, the bus toilet and Zani's like, don't go in there. Don't go in there. And <laughs> Zani was saying it. Uh, implying that he was hiding drugs or some paraphernalia in there that he did not want the police to find. In fact, there was just a very smelly, massive turd. And so the police probably went in there and had to smell the shit and then were very angry. So, <laughs> yeah, that's what we did on the bus. Not we, he. Well, someone. Yes. Oh, I found it pretty funny as an immature 17-year-old. Um, yeah, it sounds like a very funny thing. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm half Canadian, so I'm allowed to say that. This was when you went to Canada? This is when we went to Canada. And we went to Canada? I don't remember that. Yeah, we played whirly ball and oh, stuff. Oh, oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I remember. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. We saw Niagara Falls. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I was co- confusing it with a different trip. Oh. The seminar is like starting to uh, you know, wind down a little bit. Uh Pepper is doing this presentation. Uh she has like the she has like an acrostic of the word senior. Um, but like this is not this is like starting to like get uh mixed reviews, I would say. The crowd's starting to turn a little bit against Pepper. Well, just wait though. Um surprises are coming. <laughs> yeah. Um and one of them who's like starts to like feel like it's you know, this is not working out. Um we reveal that there is a a nurse here who's actually a stripper and she starts uh, doing her work on the crowd, turning people over. Uh, now this is a fun party mm. because this was the, the aforementioned surprise that would yeah. be coming. Are we having fun yet? Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, now we are. Um, and oh, that's quite a good thing. We should. Quite, we, quite we should. We, we should each every episode. We should say the point of the episode where we are now we're having fun. Well, I was having fun when they were laughing their asses off in the bathroom. 
Okay. Well, that's what we should we should determine the, the point of the episode. We're like, mm. I'm having fun now. Yeah. Am I having fun yet? Yes, I am. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Casey's getting divorced, and they immediately begin to hook up. Mm. And uh, now let me ask you: over. Are you? Yeah. Are you sort of surprised? Like, of course, we knew that like the Henry Casey coupling was coming. But are you surprised how early in the show? Like, if I had asked you to guess what episode after episode one and what episode will they hook up? Would you have guessed episode three? I think I would have guessed like the end of the first season, maybe. Um, yeah, I guess if like you had your if you expected to be on for a long time, but that's like a long time to hold off if you're you know trying to give the uh, the network what they want. Mm, so the so the Showtime or Stars, whoever it is, is saying we want that Henry Casey coupling now. It's like Jerry and Elaine. People got to um, see romance. Possibly, I don't really know a lot of the backstory. So, and I'm because obviously I'm completely making this up. So yes. I don't. I really don't know. Yeah. Um, what about by the way? Um, back to the strippers for a second. So of course yes, our of course. friend uh, Ed Bagley starts to have a heart attack, and Ron Ron a little homophobic there with his uh, attempt to uh, provide mouth to mouth resuscitation. Um. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a yeah. little bit. Um, no do- so no said, doctors among the senior citizens, unfortunately. Yes. <laughs> right, that's a great moment. When Bruce, so Bruce collapses, and they're like, you, health. It turns out he's also <laughs> a stripper. Yeah, and that police, that super police officer's clothes come off really easily. Ron, like, yeah, that was great. Him, and they well, melt away. Well, if when you're a stripper, that's what you want. Like, yes, that's true. Not, you're not wearing regular clothes. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, when's the last time you wore tearaway pants? <laughs> um, probably like um, eighth grade. Yeah, in ninth grade they were huge. I remember in, I lived in Toronto at the time, but uh, back yeah. Then, like, so I lived in New York, so it was huge in eighth grade. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Burn. Listen, no, but eighth- when I, I was I was on my eighth grade uh, basketball team, and every everyone on the team had like tearaways. Even the people who never played, like you just yeah. wore your tearaways the whole yeah. game. No, I would wear them. Um, like, I didn't I would- even have to put on shorts half the time. I just put my wear my tearaways. That would be enough. Yeah, I mean, we used to do that in ninth grade, like every Saturday, like just hanging out, like we'd go to the park and just in case a basketball game starts, we need to immediately be able to rip off our pants for some stupid <laughs> right. reason. And then, of yeah. course, the cool thing was to not button, you buttoned as few buttons as possible, because like that's what NBA players uh, were doing. Like they button the top button and the bottom button and then none of the middle buttons. Hmm. Do you remember that part? No, no, it was very stupid. I don't remember. I don't remember if I had a buttoning system. Hmm. Yeah. I'm sure whatever I did wasn't cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, but fortunately, the math math resuscitation works, even though they get the ratios mixed up. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ed is saved. Um, not to worry. Um, well, we didn't say saved by Constance, of course. Well, yes, yes, yes. he's saved by Constance, who swoops in, and I, is he really is she really resuscitating him, or she's just making out with him? Well, it's this is a little bit like tell. the Sandlot, right? Right, well, it's a reverse sandlot. Yeah, well, so at what point, well, but well, here it's it's clearly uh, requited. They both are into it. So she comes down. She doesn't want him to die. Yeah, I don't even think she's trying about the mouth. I think she's just giving him a goodbye. Kiss. <laughs> she's just she's so like he's just like getting like breath in there somehow by it's accident. It's a goodbye kiss that turns into a, a lot of kiss. <laughs> so Which, if, by if you, the way, if you is the best way to come out of like a coma <laughs> to be mid, to be mid making out with somebody. That's amazing. But just if if you happen to come across Constance and you want to hook up with her, just know she's a big breather when she kisses. I guess so. Yeah. So just you know, be there, there, are pro, there are pros and cons. Yeah. She's gonna put enough breath into your mouth it's to resuscitate you. Yeah. It's good to know. 
Um, you will not die of lack of oxygen while making out with Constance. Yeah. A lot of references to, to puffs in this episode, right? We have puffs of dust in the beginning. We mm-hmm. have all the uh, puffing around in the bathroom. And now here, Constance with the, with the deep breath, with the strong lung capacity. So good job. Yeah. Um, and of course, uh, Pepper takes credit for the whole thing. Like, mm. you see this amazing moment. It's, sexy it's all part of the seminar. It's all part of the seminar. Yeah. Um, and then uh, in our last scene, the uh, episode ends with uh, Casey and Henry being walked in on as they're uh, hooking up. Mm, yes. By an elderly gentleman. Yeah. For the uh, post credits, we have uh, Roman and Kyle sparring when uh, Henry and Casey walk in uh, post coitus. And uh, Roman tries to uh, talk to Casey about, like, oh, you know, if you're going through a hard time, if you need someone to talk, I'm happy to be here and gives her a hug. Um, and of course, it's at this exact moment that the rock hard boner kicks in. Much and... like Larry with uh, anti or anti V. Yes. Anti Ray. Anti Ray. Yeah. Some, you know, the, the, the penis doesn't know. The penis just feels fabric. It's very <laughs> the excited. Penis. The penis doesn't know. Although in true. this case, I think Roman's penis knows. Um, it does eventually, yeah. Yeah, she's first in line. She's a six point eight point nine. <laughs> um, and as soon as Casey walks away, disgust. He's like, Kyle he's like howls, He needs a really pretty face. Snap, motherfucker. Mm, yeah. Um, isn't that kind of assault on Casey <laughs> that Kyle does? Uh, well, it was it was an accident. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the, the intent. Oh, you mean a- it's by Kyle? I mean Kyle. You said Kyle did it on purpose. By Kyle. Well, he didn't yeah. inten- like he didn't anticipate that. Like, he listen, was you give someone a loaded gun, you're responsible for where they shoot it off. Yeah, I don't say this is a loaded gun. Yeah, but from you know, Kyle's perspective, this less. is the best possible uh, scenario. Oh yes, this is a Roman grand slam bottom of the yeah. night, right? Roman literally is because he thought he thought it was over. He yeah, he, yeah. Oh, yeah there's nothing also bottom of the night two outs. Yeah, yeah. It looked the ship had sailed on the whole thing. Yeah. Um. So the evening yeah. ends on a on a high note for for Henry. Uh, I guess not a high note for Casey, although maybe she can focus on the previous note. Well, sure, she just got divorced. So two, She's got ups and downs, two, all kinds of things going on. Uh, definitely a high note for three, Henry, uh, a high note for Kyle. Two out of our three uh, post credits so far have focused on penises. So in one sense or another, yes, that's true. Trend developing. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's keep a penis count. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so far. Yeah. Well, I don't know how official any of these rankings really are. What is your rating for this episode? Um, I think this is a fun episode. I think it's a step up from last week. Um, some, uh, I think, some really good laughs this week. This is a really fun episode. Um, we finally got uh, Henry and Casey together now, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, with them, like more as a team or maybe enemies. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, but um, I really like this episode. Um, I think we're still not like in, you know the elite episodes of Party Down, but we're we're starting to turn the corner. Um, I will say it's pretty, 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 pretty good. Three and a half pretties, um, very solid episode. Yeah, I don't know. Something about the show strikes me as like a little slow so far and a little small. And so I actually like I went ahead, I looked at the upcoming episode titles, and just for my memory, episode five I think is where things take a real positive jump up. Okay. But I just think in general, um, and, and like I like this show, I'm enjoying myself, I'm enjoying the rewatch, I'm enjoying the podcast, but it doesn't strike me like I don't feel like we necessarily need a single podcast episode every week devoted to every episode of the show. Oh, is this so, the proposal? This is the proposal. Yeah. So what would you say? <laughs> okay. What would you say if we and I'm not saying we have to. This is just a thought. I'm, I'm throwing it out there. Like we start doing two episodes per podcast. That could work. Now, um, so we would, we would watch... then, I think, probably change the format, though. 
Yeah, I mean, we don't have to do the exact same format. Yeah, but we discussed two episodes. We would probably time. just talk more globally. Yeah. Than but doing like pl- plot breakdown. We also, we, that way we finish the series in about two months instead of four months, which might help mm-hmm. in terms of meeting up with season three, although we admittedly have no idea what right. that is. Which might be coming, right, or might come in a year. Well, no, we know they said 2022. Now, it could be delayed, but they said it will come out in 2022. Did I? I did not see yeah, that. They, okay. Yeah, I, they, no. they, said, they said that when they wrapped the filming, which was like, or which was in like April, I think. Okay, that's so, fine. Let's uh, let's do two a week. That's fine. All right, so we'll go for it, and we'll we'll try it next week. We don't have to lock into. We'll it. We'll see how it goes. We can always go back. Yeah, yeah if we so, don't like right, it. So we'll we'll get to next week after. But uh, all right, so back to my rating. So <laughs> I thought there, there was no moment as funny to me as the flag burning last episode. But you know, was I having fun yet? I was having fun throughout. So um, I'll give it the same rating I gave it last week, which is pretty, pretty, pretty good. So I'm I'm still at a solid three. Um, I'm enjoying mm. myself. I'm having fun, but I'm not, you know, uh, I haven't elevated uh, regular fun to uh, to medium, high medium fun. <laughs> to medium fun. Uh, all right. Who, uh, oh, come on. Be a come with guy. Who is your come with guy or gal? My come with guy is Ed Begley Jr., uh, Mr. Bruce. Uh, he's got all the different drugs. He's uh, going after all the ladies. Um, he doesn't die. He uh, ends up with uh, the love of his life for at least one last night. Yeah, you know, Bruce is the guy who makes it happen. He drives the story tonight. Yeah, I I was trying to go the other way, but there's no other way to go. Like Bruce Nesbitt, the guy was a party 25 years ago, still rocking today. (laughs) He's the definition of a come with guy. Yeah, he's uh, he's sharing with everyone. Yeah, great guy. On the other hand. Oh, what? I'm the asshole here. I am. I'm, I'm the asshole. I'm the asshole. Oh, I get it. I'm the asshole here, huh? Put your clothes on, Gordon. No one wants to see your penis. No one. Well, why? Maybe I'll win an award for best cock. Who's the fucking asshole? Fucking asshole is Pepper for scamming all these nice old people. (laughs) Oh, what's the scam? She's encouraging old people to have love. Nah, she's taking their money and not giving them anything. She's manufacturing. Like, she, she... Bringing in strippers? What's that going to do? This seems to be a fun day that these people are going to be chatting about for a while. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, To Um, me, the fucking asshole is Roman. You know, you can have sympathy for someone, but also ultimately (laughs) an asshole. Yeah. I think this comes up uh, somewhat frequently with the person we both know. Like, you can feel bad for somebody, you, you, or you can try and be even empathetic and say, hey, I understand this person's... Oh, I don't feel bad for that person. Okay. (laughs) But but, ultimately, Roman's an asshole. He's just an asshole, and he's, uh, you know, he, he he's very hard to like. Should we should we rank the the, the core members of the uh, party down crew? So what do we say? We're just gonna keep a run like I don't have know, a, it's just like power. Last week I compared well, I we, to someone on Friends. I didn't even rank them. No, but I think what we said last week is that you wanted to just be making more like power rankings that are cumulative rather than for the episode. Oh, okay. So through so through three episodes total, or we, or we could just or we could do each episode. Doesn't care. I don't care. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how official any of these rankings really are. All right. Well, we should do the same thing every week. Yeah. Not um, to switch back and forth constantly. That's yeah. confusing. Okay. For so the I'll say so through three episodes, I'll say. I mean, Henry, I think objectively is the winner because he he came back to the job immediately. He's the coolest guy on set, and he's sleeping with the pot most popular girl. So <laughs> it seems like things are going great for him. 
So he's got oh, so these are power rankings to the characters, not of how much we like them. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. Who knows? Who <laughs> All right, let's do, let's do a different thing every week. That's okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. So he's number one for me. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say number two is Constance. Uh, you know, she's rocking. She's been having fun for 25 years. She's always positive. Uh, not so much with the fascists last week, but for the most part, she's always positive, and she seems to never get beat down. So she's number two for me. Uh, number three is Kyle. You know, some not great moments hooking up with a possible child, not even asking how old she is, not ideal, um, <laughs> which also probably goes for the people sleep with Constance 30 years ago when she was 18. But, um, you know, Kyle's usually having fun. So I'll put him in third. Um, I'll say Casey's in fourth. She got divorced. That's not great. But, you know, she has a new <laughs> love. Not great, Bob. So, yeah. So I'll put her in fourth. And then. I'll put Roman in fifth because because Ron has to be in sixth. Like Ron is so. <laughs> but again, I don't know what I'm even ranking them by. So I guess personal yeah. life success over the last three episodes. Yeah, yeah, I think I agree with your rankings. I might move Casey ahead of Kyle just because she is getting divorced, but I think she is like immediately feels like her life is on the up. That might be delusional, but she's like she's feeling she's having a moment. So yeah. like, she's also always drunk. I mean, how many shots of vodka she had in this episode? Like seven. Well, she's going through a, a very annoying divorce. I so. totally understand that, but um, it also might be impacting some of the decisions she's making. It's like cause yeah, and effect. Yeah. Although yeah. she should be divorcing this guy. Obviously, he's terrible. He seems bad by the brief glimpses that we've been given. Yeah. <laughs> without any context. Yeah. Would you stop with the Ted dance? <laughs> Who's he? He's somebody. What about me? You're nobody. Why him? Why not me? He's good. You're not. I'm better than him. You're worse. <laughs> much, much worse. So we do have a, a, a decent cameo in this episode. We talked about it already. Ed, Big, Ed Bigley Jr., uh, famous from Curb for you, uh, from Christopher Guest <laughs> yes. documentaries, um, from St. Elsewhere for some others. Um, is it time for the postman? It sure is. Postman! Postman, come here! Tell the neighborhood! What a shanda, Larry! Larry David! You're a lousy Jew! But you're a lousy human being! He screws the wife of a man in a wheelchair! A shanda! Maybe you should have given me some candy! You're a lousy Jew! We first go to Zachary Louie, who says, Hey, Alex and Av. Loving the Party Down podcast. I really appreciated this show. Didn't waste time getting Henry and Casey together. There you mm. go. A worse show would have dragged it out for at least a season. Um, yeah, I kind of agree. Like, if that's if you're going there, just go there. Um, but it but it should be because like that's where you want the story to go. Like, if but if that's where you want the story to go, like yeah, it's just like you give this little origin story, then boom, let's do the show. Yeah. Uh, but their dynamic is the backbone of the show. Getting together early was the right move. I give this episode three pretties. Come with guy is Cliff Maine, a.k.a. Bruce, for sharing his weed. Oh, of course. That's where I know him from. For sharing his weed and making sure that wherever a boner is needed, one can be found. <laughs> Fucking asshole is Ron for his BS straight talk. Also, as someone that has very little knowledge of Judaism or Jewish culture, I'm loving Alex's rants about the inner workings and politics of Jewish school responsibilities. Keep up the awesome podcasts, Zach Louie. Thank you very much, Zach Louie. We turn now to Jim Crumbly, who says an okay episode, but the jokes didn't hit as well with this one. The seminar is suitably horrifying, but they could have done more with it. While it was good that Chekhov's Viagra went off, that bit felt mean to hapless Roman in an unfunny way. Three pretties out of five. Come with gal is Marilou Henner, looking surprisingly well-preserved and out to get some old folks to have some fun. Fucking asshole is Ed Begley Jr., also well-preserved, but he always looked unwell, and here he is going to break Constance's heart again. Maybe you could call your power rankings for the gang Shucker's List. Well, I don't, what does that mean? Shucker. Shucker. Steven Weber was the Shucker on Curb. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. 
who's Shucker? All right, Jim, clarify that next. Update us. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and finally, we end off with Zach Brooks, who says Ed Begley Jr. has a ridiculous filmography. The Wikipedia just keeps going and going and going. Kind of a ho-hum episode until the insanity of the last five minutes. Come with Guy once again to Constance for saving Bruce's life. Fucking asshole is once again Roman, but he's a funny fucking asshole. Three and a half parties. And that ends our postman. Ah, okay. Every week I wait for Olin. Olin, come on. You know you want to. Olin's a curb only. Now he 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 did send us a postman uh, for our previous yes, show. Yes, for the rehearsal about not having seen it. Not having seen it. Yeah. yeah, that that's a power move. Yes. Yes, yeah. it was a great it was a good one. Yeah. So next week I was proposing, and it seems you're okay with it, we're gonna do uh investors dinner and the sensation awards after party. Okay. Yeah. I recall that one. Okay, so yeah, the investors' dinner, the crew works a party for demanding guy, Ron's dreams of success, trying to ruin everything. Uh, Kyle hopes to emulate a new friend's lifestyle. And then Sensation Awards Party, the team caters a porn awards after party, and uh, Ron gets discovered, and Kyle teaches Roman how to meet women. So yes, yeah, so that that episode I remember as being sort of a, a rather note. It was it was the equivalent of what uh, Crazy Eyes Killer was to me for Curb. Okay, yeah, all right, I'm excited for those. Mm. Let's do it.